Hello, people of Earth and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to the one-day delay, July 8th, 2021, at-home midday movie madness news. Thumbs up to all the hardworking medical workers out there. Happy belated birthday to Ringo Starr, Shelley Duvall, Bruce Campbell, and actor Jack Whitehall, who had birthdays yesterday. July 7th happens to be the entertainment debuts for 2000. 17 Spider-Man Homecoming and a Ghost Story, 2000's original scary movie, and 1995's First Night starring the late Sean Connery. Congratulations are in order for the Tampa Bay Lightning hockey team for winning its second Stanley Cup title for the second year in a row. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Friday, July 9th marks 18 years, believe it or not, since Johnny Depp's charismatic, rum-loving, gold-tooth pirate Captain, I mean, pirate Cap, pirate Jack Sparrow. Um, there should be a captain in there. Savvy? Sorry. Captain Jack Sparrow, Elizabeth Swan, Will Turner, Barboza, Mr. Gibbs, and the rest of the Pirates of the Caribbean gang first set sail on the theater seals Seas with 2003's Pirates of Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That day also marks the debut date for 2010's Despicable Me, 1999's American Pie, 1982's Tron, 2004's Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy and Sleepover, and 1993's Rookie of the Year. July 9th also happens to be Tom Hanks, the late Lisa Barnes, rock singer Courtney Love, and O.J. Simpson's birthdays. Diana Engelman, Conrad Goff, Jean Begg had birthdays Monday. Today, Jean Pacheco, movie actor Jaden Smith, Footloose star Kevin Bacon, TV actress Sophia Bush, singer Beck, Maya Hawke, who played Robin in Stranger Things Season 3, Country singer Toby Keith, Angelica Houston, and chef Wolfgang Puck have birthdays. Today's date is also when 2005's Fantastic Four, 2016's The Secret Life of Pets, the 2007 show Total Drama, the 2011 film Zookeeper and Horrible Bosses, and the 1992 hit show Malroy's Place all debuted. Former WKKL DJ Maestro Mike a.k.a. Mike Donovan, it's a very big milestone birthday Saturday. He shares his birthday with Sophia Vergara, Jessica Simpson, Cardi B, and Onset Daughter Culture, who become a big sister in just a few months, football player Antonio Brown and Harper Beckham. Forty years ago Saturday was when moviegoers first met Disney's Fox the Hound and... Kurt Russell's convict Snake Plissken, the star of John Carpenter's Escape from New York, also debuting on July 10th, were last year's original Netflix hit film, The Old Guard, with Charlie Theron, which surprisingly not, already has a sequel in development. 1996's Harry the Spy, which is the very first Nickelodeon movies filmed, 2009's Bruno, I Love You Beth Cooper, and Moon, and 1998's Lethal Weapon 4 and Madeline. July 4th marks the debut of 1962's classic To Kill a Mockingbird film, 
The Orange is the New Black Netflix dramedy. Ugh. 2013, so incredibly beyond awful and cheesy, it must actually be really good TV movie Sharknado. David Bowie's 1969 song Space Oddity. 2007's Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. 2014's Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Snowpiercer, which is now on Netflix. And Boyhood. And 2008's Journey to the Center of the Earth. Now, it wasn't exactly a record-smashing weekend, but this year's July 4th holiday box office total of over 70 million was a vast improvement on last year's holiday haul of merely 1.5 million. Now, keep in mind, countless studios bumped their temple films to avoid the pandemic, and 20% of North American theaters are still closed. So this is a fairly shotted solid number. Three movies, Zola, The Boss Baby Family Business, and The Gory, The Forever Pair, tried to ignite box office fireworks and take out F9, which totally failed. Although the steam from its jaw-dropping $70 million debut cooled down, with $32 million, the newest entry in Universal's action series, F9, The Fast Saga, totally raced circles around its foes in North America and kept its top spot, to no one's surprise, really. Overseas, where it bowed earlier, it's made $374 million, taking out Godzilla vs. Kong to become the highest-grossing Hollywood movie since the pandemic started. With a $500.3 million worldwide haul, F9 is the first Hollywood film to speed past the $500 million dollar mark since 2019's pre-pandemic blockbuster, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. F9 wasn't the only film giving Universal Victory Lap. Thanks to two other newbies, the studio had the top three box office frames over the holiday frame. Second place went to The Boss Baby Family Business, a follow-up to their 2017 Kitty Smash The Boss Baby. Now, the sequel only made about $23 million, but though that doesn't quite equal up to the original's $50.2 million bow, which ended up guzzling $528 million bottles of milk worldwide when it actually finished its run, it's likely a more solid debut than it looks, since the film also debuted simultaneously on Peacock, NBC Universal's new streaming platform. The third of the top three finishers this weekend was the latest entry in Blumhouse's The Purge series, The Forever Purge. The dystopian horror sequel scared up $15.9 million, the lowest debut in the five-film series. The last film, 2018's The First Purge, earned $17.4 million its first three days. It tacked on just under $3.6 million, Overseas, bringing its global total to just 19.4 million. Did you know that Soon Kang returns as Han for the first time in the Fast and Furious series since 2013's Fast and Furious 6? However, he appeared in flashbacks and archival footage in 2015's Furious 7. Hollywood is still mourning Monday's loss of 91 year old director Richard Donner. The man who helmed the Goonies, 
Scrooge, 1978 Superman, Maverick, Lady Hawk, and the famed Lethal Weapon series. The Rap.com stated Monday, Donner started his career directing for Desi Arnaz and Lucille Barr's Desi Lou Banner. Donner then pivoted to directing television in the 50s and directed episodes of Wanted, Dead or Alive, and The Rifleman. Donner would end up working on 25 television series, which included Have Gun, Will Travel, The Fugitive, Combat, Get Smart, The Man from Uncle, The Wild Wild West, Gilligan's Island, Kojak, Tales from the Crypt, and The Twilight Zone. Donner would pivot to movies, making his feature directorial debut in 1961's X-15, which starred Charles Brosnan and Mary Tyler Moore. Donner would break out with 1976 horror thriller The Omen. In 1978, Donner would go on to direct the first modern blockbuster superhero film, Superman, starring Christopher Reeve, Margot Ro- Kidder, and Gene Hackman. He was in charge of directing Superman 2, but he had a legendary row with producers Alexander and Ilya Salkin, so Richard Lester took over his duties. It is my sad duty to inform you that 98-year-old Dilip Kusmar, the Indian cinematic icon, and 64-year-old Suzanne Douglas, best known for the WB sitcom The Parenthood, died Tuesday. Also, Variety.com reported yesterday, Robert Downey Sr., director of the countercultural satire Putney Swope and the father of actor Robert Downey Jr., died Wednesday in New York. He was 85. Downey Jr. posted about his father on Instagram, writing, Last night, Dad passed peacefully in his sleep after years of enduring the ravages of Parkinson's. He was a true maverick filmmaker. Rest in peace. In Donner's memory, let's take a quick look back at Superman and the Goonies. His aforementioned blockbuster, Superman the Movie, which, along with Reeve and Hackman and Kidder, also starred Taron Stamp and the late Ned Betty, was the first installment of the Superman film series, flying to the big screen on December 15, 1978. It needs no recap. And... This DC comic character's first big screen adventure was the most expensively made film at the time, but totally successful with worldwide box office totals of over $300 million. It was up for three Academy Awards, Best Picture, I mean, my mistake, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, and Best Music Original Score, and got a Special Achievement Academy Award for Visual Effects for its groundbreaking special effects. It paved the way for Hollywood superhero film franchises. And while Soup's next three films were hits, the last said about the 1987 Superman for the Quest for Peace and the failed 2006 reboot, Superman Returns with Brandon Ralph, the better, don't you think? With 2013's The Man of Steel, though, Henry Cavill donned the famous red cape and blue suit for DC's movie universe and saved him. Almost a decade later, on June 7, 1985, Donner directed and co-produced another one of his iconic films, the adventure comedy The Goonies. Starring Josh Brolin in his feature film debut, Jeff Cohen, Sean Austin, Corey Feldman, Carrie Green, Kei Kwan Han, 
and Martha Plimpton, it's centered on a group of misfits called the Goonies, who discover an ancient treasure map. They set out to find, on an adventure, to find legendary pirate One-Eyed Willie's long-lost treasure in order to save their home from foreclosure. It took 61.4 million theatrically from Willie's treasure chest and plus 30 million in rental gold. In much better news, it's official. Blake and Gwen Stefani are husband and wife. Fox News report announced the joyous foxnews.com announced the joyous news Monday stating the voice judges who have been together since 2015 tied the knot on Saturday in an intimate ceremony on the property of a newly built estate Shelton commissioned for him and his now wife, according to multiple reports. The pair's romance began in 2015 while spending time together working on the sitting, singing competition show. Earlier that year, Shelton split from his wife, country star Miranda Lambert, while Stefani split from her own spouse, Bush lead singer Gavin Rosendale. The lovebirds became a fan favorite couple quite quickly and were subject to frequent rumors of secret engagements and even weddings. However, in October 2020, the duo announced that Shelton had popped the question and Stefani said yes. The happy couple kept it in the Voice family for their wedding. Officiating their nuptials was their very close friend and voice, and voice host, Carson Daly. Speaking of happy news Saturday, E-Online reported it looks like Nick Cannon is now a father of seven. On July 3rd, Saturday, July 3rd, his rumored girlfriend, Alyssa Scott, posted on Instagram photos of herself holding a newborn baby named Zen. She wrote, I will love you for eternity, heart, 623-21. Speaking of babies, People.com revealed July 1st, 38-year-old Handmaiden's Tale and the Tomorrow War actress Yvonne Stravohoski is expecting her second kid showing her bump at the Los Angeles premiere of The Tomorrow War. The site said Strahovski, who stars in the military sci-fi science fiction film opposite Chris Pratt, sported a full-length white turtleneck gown that hugged her bump. This will be the second child for Stravohoski and her husband Tim Loden. The couple are also parents to son William, whom they welcomed in October 2018. On Disney Plus Premium Access and in theaters July 9th is the action film Black Widow, starring Scarlett Johansson, Florence Hugg, David Harbour, William Hurt, Rachel Weiss, and Ray Winstone. After a year of constant delays, the anticipated first theatrical Marvel Cinematic Universe film since 2019's mammoth blockbusters Avengers Endgame is here. Set between Captain America's Civil War and Avengers Infinity War, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, is forced to deal with a dangerous conspiracy linked to her past. Chased by a force that won't stop until she's eliminated, she must confront her past as a spy and the wounded relationship she left behind before she became an adventurer. Did you know that Emma Watson... Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pug, and Alice and Elgert were among those considered for the role of Yelna 
Bellava with Watson being the front runner. But in the end, Pug was cast. Coincidentally, Watson and Ronan were Pug's co-stars in 2019's The Little Women. And this happens to be David Harbour's third comic book feature after 2016's Suicide Squad and Hellboy in 2019. What's also neat is that Chloe Zhao was first considered to direct the film, but she chose to do Eternals instead. Black Widow isn't the only anticipated arrival on Disney Plus this week. The first episode of the computer animated streaming TV series sequel spinoff to 2001's Monsters, Inc., Monsters at Work, starring John Goodwin, Billy Crystal, Mindy Cowling, Jennifer Tilly, John Ratzenberger, Bob Peterson, and Henry Winkler laughed its way to the streamer yesterday. Monstropolis is making the move to using laughter fuel laughter energy fuel to power the city rather than scream energy fuel after the whole kid in Monstropolis accident. The, the show saw, follows Tyler Tuskman, a recent scare major at Monsters University grad working as a facilities team mechanic who dreams of working alongside his idols, James P. Sully Sullivan and Mike Wazowski. On HBO Max now is the reboot of Gossip Girl. The teen romantic drama streaming series stars the talents of Emily Alden Lynn, Whitney Peak, Eli Brown, Jonathan Fernandez, Christian Bell as the unseen all-knowing narrator, Tavi Garrison, and Thomas Daughtery. This is the sequel to the successful 2007 2012 TV series Gossip Girl. Eight years after the original Gossip Girl website went dark, a new cast of Manhattan private school of teens are introduced to the social surveillance of Gossip Girl and will use it and social media to spread, well, obviously gossip. TheRap.com reported some very good news for Paddington fans Tuesday. Paddington 3 is officially set to begin shooting in Q2 of 2022. Studio Canal CEO Anna Marsh confirmed in a press conference at Cannes on Tuesday. Paul King, the director of the first two Paddington films, will in return to executive produce the third film about the beloved bear. But the film's director, additional casting updates, and location details are still being kept after the wraps. Studio Canal is celebrating its 30th anniversary, and as part of the company's presentation out of Cannes, it, it also announced some other films that would soon begin production. That included the previously announced War Magician with Benedict Cumberbatch to kick off in 2022, with Colin Trevorrow attached to direct, Cat Person starring Nicholas Braun and Amelia Jones, which will begin filming in the fall, and suddenly, with Jake Yellen Hooley and Vanessa Kirby shooting in location in Iceland. Slashing its way to Netflix Friday, July 9th is the second part of the streaming giant's three-week slasher Fear Street trilogy. Fear Street Part 2, 1978, starring Sadie Sink, Amelia Rudd, and McCab, Sly, and Jillian Jacobs. Set in 1978, Camp Nightwing is split into two groups. 
counselors and campers from the well-off town of Sunnyvale and maintenance staff and campers from the oppressed town of Shadyside. But when horrors from their, from their town's shared past comes alive, they must band together to solve a terrifying mystery before it's too late. Speaking of horror films out on DVD next week is the newest entry in the long-running Saw series, Spiral from the Book of Saw. The May 14th release, which made $36.3 million, but wasn't well-received much, stars Chris Rock, who also co-wrote it, Samuel Jackson, Marisol Nichols, and Max Minghella. The first Saw film not to open in October or feature Tobin Bell as Jigsaw either in person or through footage, focuses on esteemed police veteran Marcus, his son, Detective Ezekiel Zeke Banks, and Zeke's rookie partner, who attempt to solve a series of grisly murders done by Jigsaw copycat killer. Ending this show on a good note, great news, guys and dolls fans. TheRap.com announced yesterday Academy Award winner Bill Condon will direct a film adaptation of Guys and Dolls, the classic Broadway musical and 1955 film of the same name for TriStar Pictures, according to individuals with knowledge of the project. John Goodwin and Mark Toberoff are set to produce the new adaption for TriStar. Warm July day, keeping the rain clouds away, finds of a certain, certain Long-running kids shows are in for a treat. A new doc is out now on DVD. On DVD about Sesame Street. On DVD this week is the documentary Street Gang. How he got to Sesame Street based on Michael Davis's book of the same name. Featuring interviews with Christopher Surf, Carol Spinney, Oscar the Grouch, Brian Henson, Norman Stiles, Sonia Manzano, Kate Stone Lucas, Polly Stone, Sharon Lerner, Lisa Henson, Dolores Robinson. The film, released on video on demand on May 7th and in theaters April 23rd, takes a stroll down the first 20 years of the most impactful children's TV series ever from the eyes of the artists, writers, educators, and producers who created it. From the iconic characters you know, like Big Bird, Oscar, Elmo, Bert, Ernie, and others, to the songs you know by heart, learn how a gang of visionary creators changed the world forever. Oh, and don't forget, the new Sesame Street movie starring Anne Hathaway opens in theaters January 2022. Baby, she was born to run, or I mean ride. The boss's daughter is going for gold. Today.com announced Tuesday, Morning, Jessica Springsteen, daughter of rocker Bruce Springsteen, was named to the Tokyo Olympics show jumping team. Team USA Equestrian said on Monday, Springsteen and her 12-year-old stallion Don Juan Van Donkhoeve will be part of a four-member squad that also includes McLean Ward, Ken Farrington, and Laura Kent. Ward has helped U.S. to gold in the team jumping event at the 2004 and 2008 Olympics and a silver medal winner along with Farrington at the 2016 Rio Games. The 29-year-old Springsteen was an alternate at the 2012 London Summer Games 
but failed in her bid to make the 2016 Rio Games team. That's all for this week, folks. Until flashback fun, at least. Join me next week until as LeBron James, Lola Bunny, John Cheadle, Bugs Bunny, Daffy, Porky, Tweety, Granny, and the rest of the gang get ready to jam as Space Jam A New Legacy arrives in theater and HBO Max basketball courts. The Anthony Bourdain documentary arrives in limited release and SpongeBob's latest film adventure comes to DVD and much more. So until then, my minions, stay safe and I'll see you at the movies. Bye.